Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I am like a free spirit. Nice way of saying big slut. Welcome back to That's a Gay Ass Podcast, the podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It is me, Eric Williams, and this week is the return of Zach Noe Tears. You have seen him on a Comedy Central Netflix grinder, and you can currently listen to his gorgeous voice, laugh, and comedy on Sirius Radio's After Hours which is a big darn fucking deal. And it's also a darn deal that is here because he's become a dear fucking friend. And speaking of friends, y'all know how to make a sad faggotrini feel good. I posted a speedo pic over the weekend and y'all delivered. You made me feel so good on the inside and on the outside. But most importantly, you made me feel good on the outside. Which is why we're getting straight into this episode, which is quintessential gay-ass podcast. It's got the three H's. It's horny. It's got heart. And it's real homosexual. If you enjoy That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, follow along at Gay-Ass Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Eric Wills. And the reviews, y'all, you're great. You're fucking killing it. We're six away from 255-star reviews. Will you be the one that gets us over the edge? I love you so much. Enjoy this perfect episode. And go for it! How do you begin on a gay-ass podcast with a Zach Noe Towers? I, 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 we hang out quite a bit and yeah to have you back on the podcast i feel like i'm showing around my older sibling around my college campus and i want to make a good impression <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think your podcast is like your podcast is like kind of blowing up isn't it it's like very even if it's not i'm glad your first solo I, one i'm glad you're saying that and thank you for saying that and zach you were around for the very begin I mean, I'm honored. I'm honored to be here again. I don't know what I said last time, but I guess it wasn't enough to get me on a don't book list, you know? No, you are on a yes book list. And in fact, you have done the gay ass podcast trifecta, which is you've done now the podcast twice and the first ever gay ass live show, Zach. First ever. That is so it was Y'all, if you weren't one of the lucky like 75 people to be at the first one, it was, it might have been more than that. I actually have no 
bearing of no, I how think, many I think people... that's exactly how it was. Okay. It was packed. It was standing room only. <laughs> it was funny. It was sexy. It was crazy, sexy, cool, actually. That's where TLC got the name for the album. Oh, see, I thought the Ryan Gosling film Crazy Stupid Love came from uh, the show. I mean, that too. But Crazy Sexy Cool definitely predates Crazy Stupid Love. Do you know what I mean? That's true. Um, No, I know that it's very true. Oh, my God. (laughs) TLC, though, isn't inherently gay. The the song Waterfalls and Unpretty are gay, but TLC in general. Why would you say Waterfalls is gay? What's gay about it? Is it because of the act of something flowing on you a la Seamen? It was just a huge pop song when I was yeah. a child. And I'm very myopic. Like, if it affected me, then it's gay. No, I think that's true. And we we just have so many similarities that we need to re-unpack. But I want to ask you another what is gay question. Um, what is gayer? The Barbie movie or Clueless? Oh, man. Clueless. Agree. What is gayer? Jennifer Lopez. The other thing. (laughs) (laughs) Are you in the anti-J-Lo camp? No, not at all. But like to me, I cannot picture J-Lo saying the words, I love all my LGBTQIA fans. I can't picture her saying it. Have you? No. No, that's true because you're also. I'm also imagining like her gay makeup artist saying something and J Lo trying to sound comfortable talking about it. Yeah, I cannot. I don't see her buddying up to gay guys. I don't see her. Yeah, no, I don't think she's. What were you gonna say? Just curious. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say who's gayer, J Lo or Ted Cruz? <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Um, who do you think gives better head or gave better head, Nancy Reagan or Mariah Carey? Nancy. Because, well, Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey needs to conserve the pipes. So That's I don't think true. she, I don't think she let anything past the soft palate. Like a- yeah, after she, that, if may, like, the head maybe, maybe kissed her molar once. Totally. Um, and well, Nancy Kerrigan, Lord knows if she made, did anything good on this planet, but swallow a hot you did fat say, load. You, you did say Nancy Kerrigan, but I do think she also swallowed a oh. hot fat load too. <laughs> Nancy Reagan. <laughs> who do you think is a better, who a better at sucking loads, Nancy Kerrigan or Tanya Harding? <laughs> no, actually, I think Tanya Harding is what is someone who would have the bumper sticker st- uh, spitters or quitters. You know? Yeah, I, mean? I do. I do too. I do too. I do too. Um, okay, final one. Who do you think is better at bottoming, Cheyenne Jackson or Lance Bass? God, the easy answer is Lance Bass for some reason, but that makes me want to probe—no pun intended—Cheyenne. Something Did you about see his recent cameo pic. No, wait, are these both iconic bottoms that we know of? Or are we just like assuming? Well, it came to mind because Cheyenne Jackson recently posted uh, something that I shared to the Gay Ass Podcast Instagram, which is on his own Instagram. He was just like, by the way, I'm on Cameo. And it is one of the hottest photos you've ever seen. Like, unbelievable. And so, and then someone posted it. And then, of course, some sad person on Twitter was like, 
making a joke that anybody would ever think Cheyenne Jackson was a top. So I that kind of oh. it, it's mostly just that he was top of mind and I wanted to picture him bottoming, if I'm being honest. Sure. I yeah, I guess if I'm if I'm being honest, I'd have to still say Lance Bass. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean anyone who is owning trying to go to space. I mean <laughs> anyone who tries to go to space is trying to fill some gaping black, black hole. hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what's so amazing <laughs> about you, Zach Noe Towers, is that I would say you are not only one of the first people I became friends with IRL because of this podcast, but I would say one of my favorite people I've ever met because of this podcast. Oh my god. God. And you not only are one of the most generous, lovely friends, but you're so talented, you're so hardworking, and you inspire me to take SSRIs. Zach, I have been changed for good. <laughs> Wait, we have to see that movie together. That'd be fun. Oh my right? God. In a heartbeat. We will we will see Wicked One and then a full calendar year later, we will go back. <laughs> wait that was like so nice um that was like the opposite of gotcha journalism that was like whatever <laughs> the good version is um that's yeah, what so is sweet. the opposite of gotcha journalism i do feel um the exact same about you in that you from that first time we like hung out like you're very genuine you're very down to earth you're very grounded and from what I know of you now is you've worked forward from someone who maybe used to doubt themselves a little bit. <gasps> oh. And I was going to say, that's the curse of like being on this earth. It's the people who you want desperately to be so confident that oh. are like, just like worried a little bit. And like, I'm so excited to see you absolutely turning into a huge butterfly. Oh, I my therapist this morning literally was mentioning butterfly wings. And uh, this is all so, so beautifully said and so appreciated. And I think my butterfly wings are just becoming rainbowier and rainbowier. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Faggy wings. Faggy wings is the name of this episode. <laughs> um, for the for the fans who have been asking, and by that I mean, my husband wants to know what's the update on your podcast good morning sodomites um what is your vision for good morning, when the next Sodomite. episode comes out what do you see so for it? i have like stock i have like five episodes that i'm sitting on right now oh. yeah like i I, re I got a wild hair piece of the thing my netflix radio show after hours is very similar to good morning sodomites I see. It's one on one, me talking sex with another like comedian for the most part. And so that kind of was taking my time and attention. Now that like I'm getting into the flow there, I have been recording more episodes of Good Morning Sodomites. It's really just like a, you know how hard it is to like keep, you do this once a week. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, dude, the days catch up to you before you fucking know it. And you're I'm like, I'm not kidding. I do think that my life has gone felt like it's gone faster since I started this podcast because the next thing you know, a week has gone by. Yes. Yes. And even when you're like, I'm, I did three interviews this week. Like I'm ahead kind of, but not really, you know, like yeah, all of a, sudden, then a week later, you're not. Uh huh. And then you're going out of town for two weeks and you're like, shit, I have to get, it's like packing. You have to start okay. packing early. Seriously. Seriously. And I, I actually went out of town speaking of like the rat race of it all. 
I went out of town for work a few days ago and I ended up getting like a 103 degree fever because my body was finally like, you need to stop. And I took, and I've been like, I think for months I haven't uh, stopped. Stop. And my body was like, forcing the break and i'm already feeling a little more alive because i like all of last weekend i did not get up from the couch because i couldn't whoa wait how was the work was the work effect was your work trip affected or were you able to like i couldn't do i couldn't do the work i had to cancel the event i was doing (laughs) like i literally like yeah i just i woke up at two in the morning and um knew i had a horrible fever and then messaged my messages of people had a message and then every hour looked at my phone to see when they would respond and then by the time it was like 10 a.m i had figured out all the work stuff and then i'm stayed an extra night so i could recover and then um did not speak to anyone really for the full weekend and now i swear to god i like you know, I post on Instagram how I've been feeling a little depressed, which is very much the truth. And I, I, the, the depression is already starting to lift because I got that rest. Dude, I'm so happy to hear that. One of the worst feelings in the world is being sick outside of your home. Oh, my God. I was convinced I was going to, of course, have COVID and then be trapped there for 11 yeah. calendar days. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Take out a small business loan. Just to say, <laughs> yeah, the PPP. Yeah, I truly, and I took, I t- obviously took the test and was negative, but like when I saw the 103.3, I was like, like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's are, over. Are you of the era of gay men who like, like whenever I got a fever from like 18 to 30, I was like, it's HIV. Of course. Like, I, I have kidding? HIV. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> talked about in last week's episode about how programmed my fear of HIV and STDs and STIs yeah. are in terms of, of course, sex, but like any. My devastating story is that I, freshman year of college, came home for winter break with a sore throat because I was a fucking 19 year old in college. And I told yeah. my mom, I think I had HIV. I went and got tested in downtown St. Louis, Missouri. They asked me, when's the last time you had sex? Zach, what did I say? Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, okay, I guess we're going to waste St. Louis government supply on your fucking virginal throat and hole. That is, that's adorable. And I think and it turns all, out yeah. I had gonorrhea. I'm kidding. Um, no, I, yeah, no, I, Strat. the fear was there. Uh, it was probably just like a little virus. But question for you with the huge deal of after hours, I have to say, from infinity to beyond, I, lo- I love your podcast. I love everything you do. Has it changed your view of sex, sex positivity, the way you fuck hook up? Did, did that has it changed any of your view towards your own sexuality? Mm, no, the biggest thing that's affected my sexuality is getting on SSRIs because my <laughs> sex drive dipped hard and I've leveled out to what I would consider like a normal human being before sure. I was definitely like oversexed. And um, no, I think it's also getting older too, where like I feel very comfortable in my own skin and like I've I've been around for a minute. So like hookups don't make it or break it for me. I'm having maybe less sex, but better sex. Mm. Um, My whole thing is I just want people to not be so like, I don't fully understand why sex isn't more conversational. It's something that affects all of us. And the way people get embarrassed when it's brought up really shocks me. 
It just like I yeah. agree, and I think also it, it applies to the idea of monogamy too. If I may yes. go there, yes, because, go. Well, there. It's funny. I was catching up on some of your vids, and I remember there's one that you post with your amazing podcast co-host Kelsey Dara of confidently insecure where she basically says like she thinks that monogamy was made up by the patriarchy, the patriarchy. By society and, and it's like and, and i i talked about last week about my dalliances in non-monogamy and, and i of course want to talk about one of those dalliances because it deals with uh, a mutual friend of ours that's probably why it happened but the whole idea of sex and monogamy being so precious it's it to me is very of the geography of where we are from both of us being from st louis missouri yes. it is of the i don't know what i mean i, I just feel like it's a scam it, it's a scam but i also think like in my dream for us is that we either write or someone writes in the next five to ten years like a like non-monogamy romantic comedy that normalizes it oh you're a genius i literally never thought about that but i think that's so smart Thank you. I just there like can you imagine a like going back to crazy stupid love like an Emma Stone vehicle? Yes. Where there's like a normalization. In fact, fuck that. Let's make it gay people. Like like a uh I don't know actually. Maybe you got to start with the straights in order for it to like make an, you know, an impact, but like can you imagine the storylines, the storylines. The storylines. No, I think it would I for your sake or for your sake. For your point, I think a heteronormative couple doing it would be more uh, impactful. Yes, I think I making it gay would be like straight people would be like, well, yeah, it works because it's three guys and they don't care. They just suck dicks. But like <laughs> if it was like, oh, uh, yeah, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling are both dating outside of their relationship. And God forbid they have a male, male, female fr- threesome. Oh. Ryan Gosling has to kiss another and it man. Not, and it not be a joke. That like and not be a joke. See, this is where we get into like, and this is where studios fucking suck sometimes. Because I know execs would be like, well, like it should be a girl, you know, like all these like I don't know precautions because they don't want to offend Middle America. I'll say, right. but I just had like a Trumpian haircutter today, <gasps> and it it. And he was gay. He okay. I I'm not joking. I didn't. I did notice your haircut, and it looks uh, oh. Trumpian or not. They did a great yeah. job. Oh no, what, I, that's why. What I made them Trumpian? They um. They said people don't. It was the people don't want to work anymore. All of these homeless people. We're taking care of them. We have to take care of them with our tax money. And Ooh. it was yeah. It was very like I was like oh well. I don't think anyone wants to be homeless. Like I, I like didn't know how to. They, you know, they have sharp objects right by your fucking eyes and ears. So I'm just like, yeah, they suck. <laughs> Fuck the homeless people. Give me a half. I want a skin fade. Um. <laughs> he was halfway through too. It was like too late to be like. Maybe I should get a different hairstylist. So anyway. is this person you've been going to? No, God, no. I, I. God, no. Wait, do you have a regular hair cutter? I do, but okay. I, I, uh, but but I'm also open because she I'd go to her more because she tells me that I'm really insightful about mental health and she's a mess and less about how good her haircut is. <laughs> so you actually are doing some charity while you're. Yeah, I never walk away being like, she is so good at cutting hair. I walk away being like, God, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, OK, so I think we can commiserate on this point, too. 
it always winds up being that the Uber driver or the hair person are like my patient. Like I am talking them through something. I'm like, I think this is supposed to be the opposite. I think you're supposed to be the sage, wise guru. But instead, it's me just like, well, maybe your dad just feels threatened by your relationship with your husband. And you should consider like sending him a a handwritten note. And then it cuts to you being like, it was great to meet you. Like you Mm -hmm. truly like this is anyone. My Uber driver on the way to Seattle for the uh, airport for the 45 minute ride would not stop telling me how my 94 year old living grandfather, how I should make sure to get all of his watches because they're going to be worth a lot. I said, sir, he is still pumping blood through all the aortas. He is still here. And, and he just like, his, I guess his side job is he's a jeweler. But I try to figure out on the app if you can make it a silent ride during the middle of it. Turns out you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've, I've had silent, silent ride on mine since the birth of the, the, the feature. And mm-hmm. no one acknowledges it. <laughs> No one, no one, no one. Again, your life is literally just like your hair cutter. Your life is in their hands when... Oh, truly. Like, if I'm in... in, in, Truly, for a car, if I said the wrong thing about Cartier, honey. I'm I'm whatever religion, politician they are. Oh, yeah. Homeless people? Kill them all. Fuck (laughs) them. If my hair cutter said that Jews run the media, I'd say, and I do it again. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, listen, Zach Noe Towers, I I know that you've been on before, but I'm, and for the audience who've never heard your first episode, we recorded on like February 3rd of 2021. So it has been a long time. So your answers may have changed and we probably, neither of us remember what they are. So I'm going to ask you the famous podcast question and we're going to see where it takes us. Zach Noe Towers, whose fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame, babe? I am curious to hear what I said the first time. I think it's like the Disney princes. Oh. Yeah, I think Aladdin had a finger in there. Prince Eric uh-huh. had a finger in there. Uh-huh. I think it was like a little a little Zach Noe Towers gangbang of the the men of Disney. Now I want to ask, um, what about, did you have anything for the Hunchback of Notre Dame? Did you think it was like... <laughs> you know what's so... Okay. No, but these days, like, sometimes I'll come across a porn where this, like, just, like, this kind of, like, ugly dude, ugly, usually it's, like, kind of ugly daddy is getting, like, blown, and I'm, like, I think I would do it, too. Like, there's something oh. about, like, just, like, a like a beefy kind of, like, jacked up face, but, like, kind <laughs> of a quality dick, and I'm, like, yeah, yeah let's, like, let's go. Well, I think it goes with the theory of people who don't have pretty privilege have to work harder. And there is, even though you are the one doing the work, I still think that they will really be receptive. And you, if I may project, you may also be feeling even better about yourself because you're giving this jacked up face person such a great time. Well, the thing is, I hooked up with, uh, also, I don't know if I told you this. I think one of my, I think my type, Mm-hmm. Might be men in open relationships. 
Oh, you didn't have to tell me that because I've heard now multiple stories from you about, <laughs> yeah, he has a boyfriend. I'm like, work. Yeah. No, it's so great. This guy, though, he has like a slightly better body than me. And when we got naked, he was like, oh, like I forgot we had hooked up before. He was like, I forgot how sexy you are. And I was like, oh, my God, like, thanks. And like You're sexy, too. I'm glad you, you know, you think that I, I'm not in the best shape of my life right now. And he goes, no, like. I kind of like when guys aren't in shape. And I was like, oh, not. I love the sentiment. Didn't like how it came out. I kind of <laughs> like it when they're wearing pants that are a little too small for them. Okay, okay, wait. <laughs> I love muffin tops. Like, who doesn't love muffins? Uh, I don't know if my friend still listens, but a friend of mine, I got a scratch on my back from hiking down to the nude beach I went to recently. And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, yeah, it's right on your love handle. I said, I'm glad we're labeling it as love handle. Really, really thrilled with that nomenclature. Damn. Back always works. Just back, your back. side, side even. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of. First of all, who is the mutual friend that you had a sexual experience with? Are you well, going to talk about it? I am going to talk about it because this mutual friend is I didn't have the sexual experience with him, but he was the person who invited me. To My former roommate. The- Yes, and who invited me to the naked pool party where, honey, I did not actually have as many sexual experiences there, but I witnessed a shit ton of them. Wait, paint a picture for us, or have you already told your listeners? Last week on the solo episode, I I painted a pretty specific picture. Okay, damn it, okay. But (laughs) you can listen wherever podcasts are (laughs) held. But I do think that um, what I didn't get into as much... And I, I think I, I think I got a blessing from someone I hooked up with at the nude beach the day before the nude party was one hundred percent the hottest daddy you've ever seen. Just so hot. And wait, and this was at this was on the beach. This was on Bla- at Black's Beach in San Diego, and I will go on record in saying I've had a crush on this daddy for a long time and it came to fruition and tens 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 across the board Zach. was this okay this is premeditated though there was a plan premeditated we met there and i was i try to be really caged cagey about it on the solo app because out of respect and then this person dm'd me and was like oh you didn't say much and i was like well i really was trying not to but um I don't think this person wants their identity outed, but I will say <laughs> that they are so hot and um, just they had been to I'm just saying they as if like, I don't know what gender I, I fucked a man. He uh, he had been to black speech before. So it was kind of like my gay guardian angel. And um, oh, did you guys like share a tarp? I assume everyone's on a tarp because it gets wet. Wait, what are you? What are you, what picture are you painting? What tarp are you? It's a nudes beach, right? But it's like people are like getting like bodily fluids on each other. I was picturing like a big like a slip and painter's slide? tarp. Yeah. <laughs> no, the hooking up. The hooking up actually doesn't happen on like the sandy shore of the beach, water facing. You go back in the dunes. Oh. And then you can Wait, find like, a shaded spot. San Diego. Still, where there's a rope, and you have to like 
rappel down? So I've seen pic- there was no rope when I rappelled when I did the hike down, which is why I fell and got a, a, a scrape a scrape on my love handle. Uh-huh. But um, it's a horrifying hike down, and I was of course the girl that was like everyone says it's bad, but they're being pussies about it. And no, it, yeah. it's it was bad. There used to be so I only saw the rope and it was like a bunch of ropes were tied around this like big stake in the ground but like the fact that there's a bunch of broken ropes attached to it i'm like oh my god i'm not hanging from the rope that's currently here obviously it doesn't last forever oh yeah and i went to reach for like a full-on like bramble branch that clearly broke and i felt like i was in homeward bound three but (laughs) um have you ever been to either a naked pool party or a nude beach where there's friskiness happening i've definitely been amidst friskiness see this is the crazy part because like i've been to burning man twice which is kind of like those things combined it's like very dirty dry climate but so much sex but also like Mm -hmm. it's often in a tent or like well no it's like there's like very public sex having happening at burning man um but no i i will say I am kind of intimidated by um, places where swimwear or lack thereof yeah, and like hooking up is happening because all of a sudden I feel like, oh, we're getting picked at like uh, dodgeball, picked for dodgeball. And like, I don't want to be the last mm. one picked. I don't want to be the not one picked. I don't want to be picked by the wrong team. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the it's odd very, bottom out, if you will. Yeah, the odd <laughs> bottom out. Yeah. Like, and I know I should probably just get through it and get over it and just go and go and watch one time just be a voyeur but that was the enjoyable part for me and i was actually messaging with a few people about how we can have all of these horny thoughts in our heads but when it comes down to the actual like act it is completely different i mean like i was having a hard time with blood flow for a moment at when i was at this pool party and i was like at first and like and the thing is again wasn't hooking up with anyone but i was like seeing if i could even even try and i was like it's just it it was making me really nervous and so i i think that's shame that was shame is what i think sure well sex is it's a very vulnerable environment like period and then you add all these people it's in la so it's a networking event automatically but like when you say blood flow is that just a way of saying like wasn't getting hard is that like a a classy way of saying not getting hard have you ever done a pill so no but i do know people that say it's like what has been there i mean i think a lot of guys rely on it i know when i do the gay cruises everyone is on cialis which is Mm. like a controlled viagra where like viagra apparently it's like okay buddy like we're getting hard soon and we're gonna kind of stay hard cialis is like i'm ready when you are like wow yeah Okay, I don't know what Big Pharma did to deserve you, but you really spread the gospel <laughs> in really effective ways. I don't want that to be my legacy, um, but... The Big Pharma's comedian, Zach Noe Towers. <laughs> I mean, um, oh wait, yeah, show me the numbers. Show, well, listen, they'll, they pay up. Also, you bring up a very exciting fact, which is that you're about to perform in, what, like oh. a month and a half on, what is it, like the Gay Med Cruise? yeah. I'm that so is excited. a dream. So, so tell the girls where does this cruise go? See, no one actually knows, and by no one I mean me. Um, <laughs> it l- leaves out of uh, Rome, 
And hold on, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, at least out of Rome, I know Ibiza is one of the spots. Mm. Um, leave out of Rome, and then it is Naples, Palermo, Sicily, La Spezia, Italy, Villa Fran. Oh, Monaco, Ibiza for two days, and then back to Rome. What a fucking dream! I'm very excited. Um, and you said you would do a cruise. In a heartbeat. Okay. With the sex of it all, do you feel like it is... Because I know you've done these cruises before, not as European as this Not as globally, is, yeah. Do you find that you have the experience of being the performer that people see around and then you have like a... There's an allure to you and then you get laid easier? So, yes and no. Most guys are not on an Atlantis cruise for stand-up comedy. And I know that's shocking to hear. Um, but um, oftentimes it is like they're great shows. Sometimes it'll skew like the older audience. The older guys come to like a, like a stand up show. And then like I would say it's probably like 65 percent older guys, 45 percent younger guys. So it's just like a it's it's you mean 65, 35. Small... <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> shit. Fuck. OK. Never said I was good at math. Um, but 65, 35. And then um, what happens, though, is if you do well on stage, or I'll speak for myself, if I do well on stage, it acts like a splinter cell because then, like, the handful of young guys who saw me will then, like, have their group of friends that didn't go to the show. And then when they see me on the dance floor, two of those guys who came to the show would be like, oh, my God, you were so funny. Wait, come meet my friends. And then, like, I meet the friends and, like, so you're a stand-up comic, huh? Like, blah, blah, blah. So you were really funny. And it, then it becomes, like, a a thing, you know? So then paint the picture. How do you seal the deal with, is there making out on the floor? Then we go back to a cabin or... Yes. yes. There's Well, this is the thing with the gay cruise. It is the horniest space I've ever been in in my entire life. But like, depending on the one, like the big one that I think is like January cruise, it's like 5,000 gay dudes. It's like an OnlyFans create creators summit. Basically people are having penetrative anal sex on the dance floor. <laughs> and uh, the nude uh, sunbathing deck that during the day turns into the dick deck at night. And that often overlooks the dance floor and people are like getting fucked up against the railing on the dick deck. I'm you would thrive. Just to take, I, you would, I, I'm, do you have blood I, flow? I, well, I'd have to, I'd have to wear a Cialis costume to <laughs> take away all the overwhelm I would feel. But that again is like, come on liberation. Come on sex it's, positivity. It is gay summer camp. And I really do. I hope gay cruises never end. They're so it's the only way I would do a cruise. I think. Can I ask you a problematic question? Yeah. Have you gotten sick from any of them? And I don't mean STI. I'm talking about just like, have you just like swapping? No, just like swapping germs and just like, like I, I'm just worried that I'd be like at a, like if there was like an ice cream buffet, I would for sure get diarrhea because I ate too much. If there was a dick deck, and then I'm just like swapping even just saliva with some that like on like I, I, I comes to mind norovirus comes to mind flu. Sure. Um, I personally have never gotten sick during or after one. 
All right, knocked on wood. I, I'm now the witchy in me is like, don't want to tempt fate for you. Uh, well, oh, that's no. good to hear. Listen, if as long as I get to Rome, I'm getting on that ship and I'm going to have a moderate to great time. And I'm you know? in one day, I'm going to be on a gay cruise too, and then we're going to compare notes. Maybe we'll be on the same one. <gasps> this is my dream. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You also, in addition to performing across the globe, you also have been picketing with celebrities. How does it feel to have books the picket line with Quinta Bronson, <laughs> with Taylor Tomlinson? So Taylor and I went together to picket. We're we're real life friends. And Quinta, it's so funny. For those of you who don't know, Quinta Brunson, actor and star and creator and writer of Abbott Elementary, which is one of the best shows out. Um I was at a Comedy Central party. It was on the rooftop of this like Hollywood club. And I was feeling very like wallflower, like very like, oh, I know some people here, but not really. And Quinta, who did not have Abbott yet, came up to me and she's like, oh, my God, are you Zach from Dating No Filter? And I did this dating show on on E! And she's like, it's me and my husband's like favorite show. He's going to freak out when... When he uh, when I tell him I saw or no, maybe her husband was there. But anyway, um, so we like she started following me like that night. And like I we've been just like cheering each other on oh, since then. Yeah. Which and you love to hear someone like that being yeah. so fucking sweet at the picket line. She's the one. She was like, Zach. And I was like, oh, my God. Hi. And then she was like, oh, my God, Taylor. Like, she's like, I love your specials. Like, they're so great. You're talking about mental health. It's so it was like very, like, very cool and fun. And we had like a little catch up. And it was it's one of those moments where you're like, I'm going in the right direction. I have the attention and like respect of some of people that I 
consider incredible. And so I'm like, let's let's go. Like, let's keep going. And I also think that it points to the energy that you put out is what you attract because the stereotypes of Hollywood and LA, of course, of the like lecherous social climbing. What can like, you do for me? Exactly. I think that once you get to a certain group of people, or even uh, I just think that when that is the energy you put out of being uh, wanting to connect with people genuinely, I think that that is the type of person that responds to you. And we've talked about this off the rack, which is that it's so apparent when you meet someone where it does feel like that social climbiness or the grossness versus the stunning Quinta Bronson's. The, oh my God. The Zach Noe Towers. It's just like, I mean, I, if we may full circle to J-Lo, <laughs> should, can J-Lo be rude to people? I She probably can. I mean, she has, she's, she's got the platform, the oh beauty, God. the talent. But it's very rare that I think anyone besides that type of person has any reason or ability to to become successful and then treat people poorly. I actually think that often it is a mixed bag because I've seen people with fewer credits than me be absolute nightmares. (laughs) Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm just like, yeah. I, I'm like dumbfounded. I'm like, because yeah, I go to that too. I'm like, who do you think you, do you think you're Mariah Carey? Like who, but then again, it's like, Mariah Carey really shouldn't be let off the hook either for, we don't want anyone to be a horrible person. It looks right. to me from my, from my viewpoint, Taylor Swift seems to be one of the most famous people in the world and a really kind, yeah. well-mannered, like awesome person. And so it's like, it can be done like of the people who could be monsters, you'd think the one selling out stadiums around the world might be, but she's not. Is there anyone that you don't, that you admire or love or a fan of that you do not want to meet because you're worried about finding out if they're not a good person? No, I don't really like it. I, I'm just on like kind of like a fact finding mission these days. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'm just like curious. I'm just curious. So like, if I found out that like Sarah Silverman was like a nightmare, I'd be like, oh, bummer. But it's not like I was hanging out with her much before that point anyway. So well, yeah, it's all it's all information, which I think is actually a great way to look at things in life generally, because without getting too specific, I have been going through a difficult uh, time with someone I know in my life and uh, a friend of mine gave great advice, which is like, it's just all you're just receiving information. And it's all you can act according to the information. And in fact, I saw a video that popped up on my feed. And it said that Zach Noe Towers liked it. And it was one of those. It wasn't Brene Brown, but it was adjacent. And it was um, she was saying, when a partner or a friend let them exactly. Mel Robbins. Yeah, Mel it's, Robbins. it's so beautiful. And this really all for me ties down to I'm making me the love of my life. So like I'm viewing other people as like, okay, like I could be just spending time with the love of my life or I'm going to hang out with this person. And if this person is not great or not texting me back or not giving me what I think, like I'm going to let them live their life and I'm going to go back to living mine. Here's the thing that I like about it is that it gives you the ownership, of course, yeah. of your actions. But where yeah. I would love to take, get your take on is 
How do you get your own ego out of that then of like, what does it mean about me? I mean, that's a constant struggle, but it is you. I think you successfully remove your ego from the situation when you acknowledge like what is in your control. And like you said, Mm. gathering information, like I don't flip out on someone the first time they bail last minute on plans. I don't actually flip out on them ever. If they do it two times, though, in a row or maybe two times out of five, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm gathering information. So I'm putting less in. I'm like, okay. Uh, so like, so like, it what they do has nothing to do with me, and like, I like myself so much that worst case scenario, someone stands me up, I'm gonna do the thing by myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I also that has been a learning moment for me in the past couple of years, which is that every person does not have to be your number one closest, or every person does not have to fulfill, of course, every need. Oh my god, no, and. I don't think I I don't I think it took me longer than I would like to admit to realize that. Yeah, I there's a quote or the best thing you can do for your loved ones is take care of yourself. Mm. And it's like it's it, it that's not to say don't ask for help, don't reach out when you're suffering, don't, you know, rely on don't don't lean on people, but like I'm trying to not rely on another human. I'm trying to find the tools in me to be there for myself Mm. you know that's been one of my struggles recently is how do i own my power own the faggy wings (laughs) while also finding the balance of validating myself but also getting what i need from the people it's hard for me to know what do i can i get for myself versus what am i allowed to ask from others well, you have to also factor in what are you giving away of yourself? Like, right. what are you compromising? What are are you giving someone time? Are you giving them energy? Are you giving them the power to make you feel bad about yourself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, and, but this is the thing. It's like life. It's like so imperfect. And we're all learning as we go. And like, I think the fact that it sounds like both you and I are awake to yeah. do these inventories is a, huge part of the battle i see so many people on autopilot who are just this is happening at me this you know it's like like the victim thing the like yeah you're gonna find whatever you're looking for so i'm looking for the things about my life that are working the things that make me happy the people that bring me joy the people that taylor said this she's like i always like notice like if i leave hanging out with a friend and i feel better or worse or like more tired or like energized and and like it's a great barometer like check in with yourself if we can go to your beautiful type of man which is taken um (laughs) (laughs) do you can you what do you see what is like a gorgeous scenario that you envision for yourself in terms of interpersonal whether it's dating what 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 do you what do you like what would you like to see happen um, like with my love life or like, mm-hmm. you know, this is the thing. I am like a free spirit. Nice way of saying big slut. Yeah. And I value my time. I value um my energy. And so I am so open to there being a guy that lifts me up and I lift him up. And I know it's not perfect, but I love him very much. And like, 
there is a world in which Zach Noe Towers is monogamous for a stretch of his life. You know what I mean? That's not out of the question. Yeah. But as we've talked about, like, gathering information, I've yet to meet someone that I'm willing to relinquish so much of my time and energy. And it just always feels like more of a more of a project, more of like a side job, like a side gig to like my life. And like, that's not what I'm looking for. So like my ideal thing, while it could be a regular partner, I think it will always be like a roster of guys that I like respect. And -hmm. I know they respect me and the type, the types of guy who would like text or call immediately if they got like a positive test from like a you know what I mean like I want the guys to be in my phone and I want to maybe have the option of like seeing them like seeing them out and it's not weird you know what I mean it's like yeah I just want more of a I and I think this is where sex positivity comes into play because like I used to be the person who like oh my god my friends do not have genitalia I couldn't I they they are Ken and Barbie down there I don't want to even think of it now I'm like okay like wait why I think I should maybe want to explore sexual things with people I would also be friends with. Yeah. So I don't know. The short answer is I don't know, but the long answer is what I just said. (laughs) (laughs) I like that after the long answer. So long story short, that was the long story. That was the long story. I think that all makes, it makes total sense. And I, and I think that, what I love about it is that it's organic for you, which is what a, a, a therapist I had for a long time would say, which is like, A, she would say to me, why all the drama? And I'd be like, I don't know. And then she would say, okay, well, why don't you let it be organic versus deciding right now what it is? And I, that can be applied to so many things, but especially dating. And the whole side gig, the, the part-time job of it all is real. I mean, you have to invest a lot of time in any relationship no matter what it looks like and so i think that that self-awareness of what serves you right now is so powerful because (laughs) there are a lot of people that think the relationship will save them and then put the time into that and then are gagged to find out that it doesn't i mean i just saw a friend your dying nonsense he's uh todd barrett's yeah he posts very like they're like kind of like atypical from what I normally see therapists posting, but he's like, you know, um, oh, you just said the thing that he like, he like said the opposite thing of it. Like, oh, great. Oh, <laughs> like look for like maybe someone does complete you. It's that type of thing. I think he's really challenging thoughts, but like I am fortunately still am with you with what you just said, where it's like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want. Have you ever noticed how much time you spend worrying about yes. a text? For, yeah, okay. <laughs> and like, I think about that after a relationship and I'm like, oh my God. Like, when I, whenever I become single again, I feel like I've been released back into the wild after being yeah. held in captivity for a minute. And I'm like, yeah, it's like ice cream and pizza. I'm staying up till 2 a.m. I don't care, mom and dad. And um, yeah, and then I don't the next know. guy you see is like, yeah, I like guys who are not, who are out of shape. <laughs> okay fuck off and that's our time folks um be sure to download where can the people follow you <laughs> yeah um no but it's that it's there's obviously pros and cons to, like, matt and i are literally about to go into couples therapy in all of nine minutes so Ooh. like i 
it's just it's so much inner work both ways single relation or otherwise and i think that finding the like what serves you and benefits you is just fucking hard no matter what so i salute both of us on our gorgeous gay journeys oh yeah can i ask you before we log off one more thing that i picked up in my sleuthing of your internet presence oh my god yeah you've never told me about how you served leslie jordan when you worked at the cheesecake factory Leslie Jordan was one of my regulars at the Cheesecake Factory, um, him and his friend Beverly. And uh, they would always ask for to be set in my section. And they were so sweet and so kind. And Leslie knew that I wanted to do comedy. He literally he took me to a couple like events and like a dinner to just like talk to me about comedy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was so candid. Talk about sex positive. He'd tell me about all of his like guys and stuff he told me but and actually when i worked at kitchen 24 after that he went there a lot too and i was a server there but um he got me my first gig on uh the gay cruise he it was my first paid gig in stand-up comedy ever and he sent them my tape he sent them my my reel or whatever i and um yeah he's honestly he was a real one well, while I don't want to disrespect the deceased, can you give us the vibe of his sexual positivity? Was he a pass around? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, have you seen him as a young man? He was like, uh, a, he was cute as a button. Oh, I but, believe. Um, yes, I believe. He, like, and I think he was very public about this. He talked about it in his like his one man show and stuff. But he um, was sober a good chunk of his life and he was not sober a good chunk of his life. And yes, he had like very wild stories from like living in San Francisco and stuff. But like I know when I knew him as a sober person towards the end, he was dating like a secret service man. And he was like, it was like a hot young daddy who liked older daddies. And they, to my knowledge, were together maybe until he passed but um wow. he was just very like he was just an open book he 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 knew himself inside and out and that's i think why he was so funny cuz he yeah. just had such a point of reference for everything he had like a home base that he could easily access when he when whatever situation he was in you I know i mean it really it would really shine through like I know that before I was out and I would watch Will and Grace and see his fucking cunty ass scenes with Karen Walker, there was just the deliciousness of his energy. Had It had to have come through from his yeah. celebration of himself and knowing of himself. Yeah. And that I had no idea that he was such an angel to you and it makes so much sense and I, and I, I love him so much. Um, Zach Noe Towers, thank you for coming on for your second appearance on That's a Gay Ass Podcast. Where can people follow you? Um, Zach Noe Towers everywhere. Z-A-C-H-N-O-E-T-O-W-E-R-S. And I don't think you asked me this, but Catherine O'Hara. Oh my god, I forgot about the second podcast question. If the world was any could only save one character actress, you would save Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara. Um, and can who you sign I've heard is a million, a perfect person. Sorry. Oh, I I believe that with all of my heart and taint. Can you um to sign us off? Can you give us a Catherine O'Hara, Kevin? <laughs> S- 
snaps, snaps, snaps across the board. Zach, I'll see you at Black's Beach or back on Runyon Canyon or on the cruise or beyond. Or pool nakedness, baby! Did I lie? Did I lie? A perfect episode with Zach Noe Towers. Let the world know that you loved it. So tag Zach Noe Towers on Instagram. And again, we're just a few away from, uh, whoa, 250 five-star reviews. So please help us get to the finish line and then start a new goal. I love you all so much. There's another great app coming next week. And keep on sending me the DMs about what you think. It makes my fucking day. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.